Hello everyone, my name is Elise and with Evie I am the co-host of the Femina podcast in which we start conversations, break taboos and laugh. Our goal is not to only show a refreshing perspective but to also make sure that you'll feel more empowered and assured after listening to this podcast than you did before. This week on the Femina podcast, Afi and I talk about mental and spiritual health. Our conversation includes topics such as eating disorders, depression and anxiety, and suicide. If you are triggered by any of the following topics, we advise you to discontinue listening to this week's episode as a caution to your own mental health. If you are seeking help regarding your own safety and mental health, we advise you to seek help from a trusted friend or partner or your nearest available helpline. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and we hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to the Femina podcast. Um, This is just Evie and Elise. We are doing our second theme intro. Um, Is it our second? It is our second, yeah. It is our Um, second. The first one we did was the introduction to our hormones and the female body theme that we had last month Um, and now we are just heading into September and we have a new theme which is mental and spiritual health which is... It's going to be super cool. So we're just yeah. here to talk about what we know, um, what we want to know, all that type of stuff. Anything yeah, and, and also a little bit our personal stories, like behind yeah. why we think this theme is so important, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's get personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, no, I this think is... it is like your reaction is pretty legit for everyone, basically. Oh, like, for Mental real, health. Yeah is physical health sometimes is already hard to talk about but Mm -hmm. mental health is really tough for people to just open up about lately people have been talking about it more but maybe that's because i like in the last year like i noticed a big shift but it's only like one year (laughs) no you know Um, like yeah definitely but also at the same time, like, it depends on the generation as well. And also mm-hmm. the environment. Like, a lot of, like, you know, it's culturally... Some cultures, it's just, it's not a thing to talk about yeah. your mental health. And some, like, for some generations, it's just, it's not a thing either. So it's... I don't know. I feel really, like, I'm very passionate about it. But at the same time, I'm very, like, oh, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird talking about your own feelings. Like, I love to help others and kind of see what I can Mm -hmm. see, how I can inspire. But at the same time, when it comes to my own feelings, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is too much. Yeah, you know, like, (laughs) what I found out, like, only last Mm. week, that sometimes I, like, a lot of my friends, they call me because they're like, oh, you always make me feel better. Like, when I, like, tell you all my stuff that I struggle with, then... After that, we called. I feel more like centered, uh, which is that's a pretty... how I feel with you, Avi. <laughs> that's how <laughs> I always feel with you. I just noticed that, like sometimes I I can focus on other people so that I don't have to focus on myself so much. Yeah, and because it's so tough to just sit with the discomfort. Mm. I mean, like even talking about my own feelings to other people, it's easier for me than to really like sense what's going on like how i feel what i could do for myself to to help myself feel (laughs) better um it's so that i i don't know like that step is just very big for me i've also noticed um because you know how people say that like 
uh, younger people or also just women in general um, say sorry too much. I've noticed that a lot of the people around me will say, like, we'll be having a conversation and they'll be updating me about their life and they'll go, okay, enough about me. Like, I don't want to talk about me anymore. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, hold up. Like, I haven't had enough mm-hmm. of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's me and, always. But I, Yeah, and I do it too. I go, okay, that's yeah, I don't that's want to talk about too. myself anymore. Mm-hmm. I do it as well. Like, we all do it. And it's like, it's just kind of procrastinating your own yeah. mental health. Like, which I literally did. Like, I have, oh my gosh, the epitome. You, I mean, you know, I am the mm-hmm. epitome of that phrase. The last three weeks I have been procrastinating my own mental health until I had a complete burnout and I was like Ooh, all right maybe it's time that I actually address this yeah um, which all the listeners will find out about later because I am documenting it um oh wow did I, I not tell you that? that no but I, oh. it's okay I love it sorry I forget <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah no I'm just documenting it I I'm just recording like stages yeah. but I but I, I have also done procrastinating that. yeah yeah, kind but like I a don't. Vlog in a way. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to look back. I mean, like I have the videos, but mm. basically it's just me like looking terrible, feeling terrible, crying. I don't want to look at it again. Like I. <laughs> yeah. I see, know. I'm. But I do have it, so yeah. maybe I will make well, a video. Well, that'd be. I mean, if obviously, you do it too. in your in your own time. <laughs> I mean, if I can yeah. help encourage you. I mean, I'm doing it without really knowing if I if it'll if it will end up being released I mean I think it, mm-hmm. it kind of has to be now because I've said it on a podcast um, <laughs> but I think that's also good because I think it's kind of showing I don't know I, I think it's good to show people that even us the creators of this whole site have our have problems of our own or like have you know parts of our lives that we don't yeah. really tell people enough about um, yeah. and also like especially like you said that your videos were of you crying and that type mm-hmm. of stuff and feeling terrible my videos have literally been me at my best because that's the only time that I'm comfortable with filming and I realized that I did a video yesterday and mm-hmm. I, I just addressed that to everyone that um the only times that I filmed is me like when I my hair's nice and I'm feeling okay and I'm actually like mm-hmm. all right maybe I do want to film and I was like I think I need a change that I'm gonna try because you know social media only shows the best of everything and I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't know I kind of want to just that. yeah exactly at the same time like I enjoy showing the best parts of my life but I don't want to like I don't want people to think that that's all that that's all the time because it's not it's definitely not it's def it's like less than ten percent of the time at the moment yeah. <laughs> um yeah so yeah and I was just like I think I'm I will try my hardest to um record myself when I'm feeling low even though I mm-hmm. won't want to record but I will try my hardest because I think it's really important to portray to people you know what I mean yeah 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 I do get it and I think like what you said with showing only the best part parts of your life um mm. on social media I think that is a big issue and not only to show it to other people but like mostly to kind of allow yourself to be more than just a happy face like you need rest you can cry sometimes you can just be a whole human being you don't just have to peak like 24 7 i mean there is a right time for every emotion for every act for there's just a time for everything but i think that in this 
modern age. Like I'm only young, so I like I wouldn't know what it <laughs> would have been 50 years ago. But I think that right now it is a little bit as if we're scared to to be a non like I don't want to call those emotions negative, but we're also kind of really suppressing the non ambitious, non happy, non super hardworking, dedicated parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And like we won't show it, like we ever have a kind of a down moment, we won't show it. Yeah. But we also kind of like for me, I could also feel really guilty if I took rest, for example. Uh, yeah. And well, like you, when you miss out on something, you feel really guilty. Like I feel the same. Like if I have to, if I'm sick off work, yeah. I know that I have to be sick off work. But then I'll be home and I'll go, oh, this is so bad. I shouldn't be off work. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel definitely. really guilty, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I shouldn't feel guilty, you know, because you're sick and you need to rest exactly. so that you can heal and be happy. But like, we don't allow ourselves to like be a whole human being. And I think like when yeah. you're only half, you can't sustain that. So then it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I think and... it's also part of that like whole um, kind of like that culture that's kind of like work as hard as you can until you make it yeah. like make make yeah, money young mm-hmm. like you know be Definitely. badass blah 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 mm-hmm. blah and then literally like by the time you're 25 you're exhausted mm-hmm. you've like done majority of your business years in a very short amount of time and you you know you're you've you know what i mean it's like you yeah but you've not been only avoiding that you, and you also like need to be happy and you need to work out and you need to be super social because we yeah. have this incredibly high expectations of what a social life should look like yeah i mean it's not just hanging on the couch with your friends or having them over for dinner you need to like do stuff and plan stuff and be super active and do it every day of the week the expectations for a good human being are to you know contribute to society have like a good group of friends have this have this have that like yeah you know be fit be healthy and then it's so much pressure yeah that, that doesn't end up being the end result yeah i get what you mean you know, like, I literally watched this video. It's really funny. Like, maybe I will even link it somewhere because it's... But it's in Dutch. But I will just do a voiceover in English. Uh, it's <laughs> okay. it's just crazy. It's just this entrepreneur giving health advice to his students. And he's like, okay, so you need to do this. Then you go work out. And then you, like, lend your clients. And then you, I don't know, like, a list of stuff. Yeah, and if you don't get it done, then you just sleep quicker. And I was like, sleep quicker. Whoa, hold it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> How? That's like asking uh, someone you... to like live quicker or like recover yeah. quicker. It's like, ah, hold up. Yeah. I can't tell my cells. quicker. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell my cells like, please just do this faster, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think because like in this, I noticed that in Western medicine, we talk a lot about like we have mental health and we have physical health, but Mm-hmm. I don't think like as if there are two different entities, you know, but basically it's all all connected. Us. Yeah, yeah, it's we are one human being, you know. Yeah. Um and like also people like you can deny that sometimes a person has a really good vibe. You know, mm-hmm. like and when you meet someone and you're like, "Oh, her energy was just, I don't know. I loved it." So I think that Uh, we as humans like mental and physical health it isn't okay so maybe to 
heal a wound you don't like have to necessarily look at like let's say someone has been in a car accident like then you don't have to ask him like how were you feeling today or last week you just need to heal the traumatic wound but when it comes to more like chronic illnesses i don't think Mm -hmm. that there's really a separation like between the body and the mind it's all in us like we're one human being yeah well Um, yeah i definitely think that one one affects the other so if you are trying to help your mental health and less stress less anxiety will help the body Mm -hmm. kind of help itself you know Mm -hmm. but that kind of goes into how it's really you know trauma can come out physically on the body in Mm -hmm. cases in cases of abuse and um i think just in every case yeah yeah definitely like (laughs) trauma can also be really small yeah like i don't know if someone um for they could there could be cases of abuse where you like traumas mm-hmm. you know bruises or whatever um mm-hmm. and then there's cases like if you were to witness a car crash which really mm-hmm. traumatized your mental and emotional emotional health that will take a toll on your body because your body Yeah, but it can tired. also be your parents like getting divorced. Oh, well, that's, that's yeah, a that was huge just an example trauma for but, yeah. so many people. Yeah. I mean like I just want to like cuz in trauma like i always used to think that trauma was super big to call it yeah, trauma, to, trauma, to call it had it to be trauma it had to be like abuse in some yeah. some kind of way and yeah. not even like once but like basically like for a longer period of time it needs to be like really you needed to experience something really bad yeah um but actually like like after seeing a lot of professionals in that area i just learned that like for most people it's just small it's it's a it's the daily thing in life like it's yeah feeling alone or being bullied or those kinds of things yeah totally yeah so that'll be really interesting to learn about because i mean Mm -hmm. we know we know about trauma but also there's Mm -hmm. so much depth to it there's so much psychological depth to it this sunday i will be interviewing a shamanic shamanic sham how do you say it in english shaman yeah shaman yeah yeah uh and she's so cool and she also works with with trauma and curing it or releasing it or whatever they call it so i'm Mm -hmm. very interested in that i'm a huge that sounds really interesting i'm excited (laughs) for that yeah yeah that's super cool and that kind of goes on to like um yoga and meditation and Mm -hmm. how like that's similar like that's all about stress and anxiety and control of the body and balance balance Mm -hmm. between your mental and physical which you know is good for you i mean do you yeah yeah. have you done yoga i I do it every day oh (laughs) i think i've done yoga a couple times in my life but i always hurt my back so i don't know if it's for me yeah maybe i think um like I also done it in Asia and I've mm-hmm. spoken to really yogi people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's then that I learned that here in the West, like basically all Western countries, we use yoga as some kind of performance. Uh, whereas yeah. actually it is really a lifestyle. Uh, and also yeah. there are so many times of yoga exercises. So let's say that you did yoga and you always hurt your back, then maybe those those 
few exercises just aren't for you but there are still lots mm. of maybe less like with less mobility required so like some kind yeah. of more slow a slower form of yoga yeah um and also i think that if you really like don't see it as a performance so i you don't have to be the fastest or the most flexible or like the strongest or you don't need to do the pose like the best you can like you need to do like what feels good for you and if you're constantly like very connected to your body i think it's really hard to get injured because you f- you will feel yeah like it's all about, you will feel like, the limit before you like cross it you know yeah That's what... oh yeah totally um so i mean i yeah. i did a lot of like i've been a dancer my whole life and then obviously mm-hmm personal trainer now so I, yeah. i've been stretching my whole entire life and yeah. a lot of like stretching is is yoga um comes mm. from yoga so I yeah mean, they kind of take the whole essence of yoga they kind of take mm. it out of it and then all that remains is a stretch it's just a physical thing yeah it's a physical it's thing. really physical yeah. and mental and go deeper you know stretching is about a pose and doing it right yeah whereas for me yoga deeper. is about feeling your body just the way it is and just accepting and yeah just feeling your body and the the energy and the tension and like you don't have to move so much or so fast i mean like you can but you don't have to if that's not where you're feeling that'll be so interesting to find out about Mm -hmm. i hope we can find a yoga teacher out there wait we interviewing someone who's um i don't have a yoga teacher yet Uh, we will find someone i'm i'm sure thousand percent we we are very driven people what is this theme about for you like in what way what would you like to explore and learn and well this theme is mental and spiritual health um Mm -hmm. and i think that like i have more of a connection or curiousness about mental health personally just because Mm -hmm. i'm not very connected spiritually Mm -hmm. um like i don't i'm not religious and um I don't know. I have a lot of questions about religion, mm-hmm. but it's like that's a whole that's a whole other. We'd have to do a part two when it comes to religion. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah <but> definitely. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm definitely more like I can personally connect more with the mental health side. So I'm really interested in finding more and you know discovering more about that. So like you know things to do with burnout, depression. Um, mm-hmm. um, stress and anxiety you know bipolar um like you know the going deep into psychology and also kind of finding a way to normalize it and show people Mm -hmm. that that you know everyone has everyone has i don't want to call them problems like they seem like problems to people but everyone has has a challenge on some yeah some area of their life on yeah on some some level them yeah yeah everyone like experiences mental challenges and Mm -hmm. some are more severe than others um but they're Mm -hmm. all like for example like if when you go to a psychologist and you get a diagnosis you're never just Mm -hmm. like 100 percent bipolar if you were to be it Mm -hmm. it's like you know you you have symptoms of bipolar and depression Mm -hmm. and this and this and this and this Mm -hmm. this, you know what i mean yeah so it's really i really want to get deep into how we like getting rid of the stigma that people with mental illness are crazy they're not they're (laughs) normal people 
you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, because, I mean, I know People with mental ago, problem is basically everyone that you will yeah, ever meet. Exactly. It's like, almost like <laughs> someone with no mental problems is the weird one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like, for our generation the, now. I think that are, there are people, like, who maybe they don't experience challenges anymore, but they yeah. like, will have a story to tell you if you ask they were like, yeah. oh, you know, when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, it. it's like everyone has a type of hardship that affects mm-hmm. them mentally. And it's like, I know that like our generation is definitely more vocal, especially about on social it. media, about it being like, yeah. oh, I've got mental illness. So, like a lot of it so is, happy. a lot of it is romanticized and kind of, um, what's the word, you know, made to, f- like a lot of it is glorified, which is a problem glorifying yeah. glorifying people who glorify mental illness they make it seem like it's a trend like it's a cool thing to have like mm-hmm. there's a lot of trends yeah. online with gen z in particular don't take offense no offense gen z um <laughs> um but there, there is like trends on social media where like oh yeah i'm mentally ill and like a lot of it leads to um these kids how they deal with their mental illness which is mm-hmm. through humor and comedy which I do yeah. myself because I can't talk about my own mental illness unless I laugh about mm-hmm. it. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like there's two sides there. You There's two sides of the story. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. I know. It's very interesting. And I would love to learn more about it and about myself because I've always had a very strange fascination in wanting to know why I do things. I'm sure other mm-hmm. people feel the same. But, like, I want to know because I'm a big believer that, like, everything that happens in your childhood – Mm-hmm. causes like creates a person who you are now yeah and a lot of like a lot of especially with dna like a lot, mm-hmm. i know i see so much of myself in my parents that i'm like ah, i don't want that or inherited trauma for example i think that's also a huge thing if people don't know what it is it's kind of like a trauma or anxiety that you you get from your parents they don't have to kind of teach you the behavior like by showing it to yeah. you like yeah. let's say that you were born and then you were moved to another family then you could still have that trauma because uh, it, it's just inside of you. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. like, how it... I, honestly, I don't really know how it works, but it's almost like similar to how kind of instincts, how they, like in animals, you know, like when a rabbit, like I, I think this is a good example, like a rabbit, it's always going to be scared of like a fox or something. Be- not because like they have ever been bitten by one, but because they just know it like they yeah. just they're born to to just run away when they see it and they yeah. don't have to get bitten to like feel that anxiety or that adrenaline or whatever so i yeah. think that's kind of similar with inherited trauma yeah definitely and also um where was i going with this oh like a lot of people a lot of people don't really know that they've suffered trauma no matter the mm-hmm. size, like yeah. some someone might grow up thinking that it's totally normal to be yeah. yelled at or to do mm-hmm. a certain thing and then they might, like a professional or whoever might go, that's a form of trauma and they'll go, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. It's totally, totally normal for them because it's all about mm-hmm. environment, environment and who you grow up with and how you grow up like shapes yeah. who you are and your characteristics and your behavior and all that type of stuff so mm-hmm. i would be really interested like i i don't know kind of treat myself as an ex- uh, as a science experiment i want mm-hmm. to know i want to know how my the the clogs in my brain work 
Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know how everything ticks. I want to know why I do this. Like, is it because of, you know, where I lived? Is it because of mm-hmm. my mom? Is it because of my dad? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have just like yeah. a very strange fascination with that. So I, that's no. what I would love to find out. I just want to say that I think that a lot okay. of people, they, they think the same. They feel the same. Like, do you reckon? There are so, yes. There are so many people uh, here. Like when I go and get a coffee, then I'll just see tons of people reading like I don't want to call them self-help books but they also aren't psychology books so they're kind of somewhere in the middle like yeah they're good information to figure out what's going on inside of you (laughs) and yeah I have been going to this same bookstore for years and I really noticed that the last two years the the same kind of like self-help non-self-help book is the section is it it has taken up so much more space like four times more i think yeah. <laughs> so oh, there's definitely i mean i think you're right in calling it self-help because mm-hmm. there's definitely a big market in that like mm-hmm. self-help in regards to you know nutrition and mental health and this and that yeah and saying I, saying wait, yes i do need to stop and... you because i need yeah. to go to the toilet for one minute <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay bathroom break wait. everyone okay i'm back <laughs> okay she's back she's back um, um well, we, yeah. Oh, we were saying that there's a massive market in the self-help yeah. book. A lot of books, a lot of people, I know. Like, it it's also tends to be kind of be a biography for some people. You know, like, they'll tell them about their lives and then they'll go into self-help. Yeah, that is what I would define as really, really self-help. Yeah. Because it's basically, like, following a diet based on someone's experience. Like, a yeah. one-person experience. Like, yeah. I did Which this... Is- so it will work for you. Yeah, which um, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think I t- talked about this on the feminist story last night, yesterday. especially when it comes yeah. to nutrition. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really cautious when it comes to like sharing, especially nutrition, mm-hmm. when it, c- it comes to sharing my what I eat because I don't know. I every time I see someone share what they eat, I never feel good at the end of the video. I always get. Kind of go, oh, from a PT perspective, I go, oh, you know, that's like, I mean, she's missing this, they're missing that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, but then, also, like, from a girl, but then from, yeah, from my perspective, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I eat way too much. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I never feel good when I watch mm-hmm. one of these videos. So, why? I don't want to make one myself. No. I think it's not helpful. I would rather no, share I don't, I don't want to advice make one from, either. Yeah. I'd like rather never. share advice from a professional point of view professional source yeah going on with um food (laughs) we want to talk more about eating disorders yeah eating disorders oh yeah i think like after speaking to like a couple professionals for the past theme Mm -hmm. i think it's very similar to like other signs of like maybe burnout depression like not that it's similar similar but in a way if you go to to a doctor and they are like, oh yeah, you suffer from a burnout. Then they kind of take away the whole, like, you being just, like, in pain and feeling just miserable. Um, and then they're like, okay, so this is a treatment and let's go. Like, you know? it's treated like it's a quick fix. Like, these are the yeah. steps to fix it when in reality. Like, it's, for example, like, with eating disorders, a lot of people are like, just eat something. Which is not the case. Yeah. Because yeah. the types of eating disorders... Like, <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. so many types of eating disorders. 
Um, and it's everyone's different in their disorder. And a lot of people mm-hmm. don't even know they have a disorder. I actually recently found out that there's this type of disorder where, hang on, I need to look up the name for it. Um, it's like drunkorexia or something. Drunkorexia? People it's like when, drink in order not to eat or something? People people don't eat in so that they can save money on alcohol so they get drunk quicker and also they um like don't feel bloated when they are like when they go out so they feel like they feel good isn't that basically every girl on a diet before going to a club exactly See, so it's it's become a trend <laughs> it's every- yeah. and a lot, no one knows that it's actually a form of disorder mm-hmm because yeah. we we're both guilty of doing that. Like I used to, I do that a lot of the time when I go yeah. out. Like I'll go, I don't want to drink, <laughs> I don't want to eat anything too big because then I'll be bloated. Yeah, and then I'll yeah, get I did drunk that too much faster. Yeah, and that's actually so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I found I out know. it's actually a type of disorder. And even yeah. like men, men do it too. Men, men do, do it. Too. it. Like it's a, men and women. It's just crazy that so many disorders are seen as normal behavior totally, total normal behavior and no one actually knows the deep-seated yeah. like where it actually comes from and just going to back to what you were saying before how um a lot of the medical world is kind of like they treat mental illness as a symptom as, yeah and just going okay this is a quick fix like cool yeah you're done it's Go. like when you have a bruise and then they're like they put on a is it I don't know a how to say it. A bandit. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically how mental illness is treated. I yeah. From my perspective, and um, it's definitely changing, but it stems from a really, really, really long history of people mm-hmm. who show signs of mental illness as being crazy. They're put in asylums. They're mm-hmm. you know deemed they're deemed totally unsafe for society. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. so that the history of mental illness is just so warped and now it's eventually getting better but we have a lot of work to do people who are danger to themselves like i i disagree with the whole put them in a straight jacket and put them in a like what is no don't put them in a straight jacket but just like give them a place to stay and offer them someone to talk to and like exactly hug them and you know (laughs) well (laughs) well actually that that leads on to something really interesting because i Mm -hmm. recently did a course with Lifeline Australia, mm-hmm. which is one of those organizations. Um, and I did a course with them to become an accidental counselor, which mm-hmm. is someone who, um, for example, it's very necessary in my job as a PT. So, for example, because in my job, a lot of people express yeah. their deeper, deeper feelings. Yeah. Um, like when we'll be having a chat, like I'll say, mm-hmm. how are you? And then one of my clients might say, oh, I'm feeling this today, like I'm not feeling too positive, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they'll confide yeah. in me. So I need to be able to know how to help when they need it and what to do in in the case of if anyone expresses that they are suicidal or um, like this is happening or this is happening. So it was a very interesting course. Um, mm-hmm. It was over two weekends and there was some amazing women on there like a lot of it was kind of common sense to me a lot of it was also could be totally unknown to someone else but a lot of it for me was like okay that makes a lot of sense but then also there was just some really interesting things that make sure you don't leave that person alone like once Mm -hmm. if they ever express that they are suicidal don't like threaten 
that you'll tell anyone because the thing is everything that everything that happens next is their decision uh, well if, if they're over age if they're under age mm-hmm. then obviously you need to get a um a guardian in there mm-hmm. but with anyone's mental health like it's their decision so mm-hmm. you obviously just need to be really open-ended going okay, how about this and this and this like maybe what about like you you're not mm-hmm. trying to fix their problems you're trying to be there to like you, you you will never be able to just fix their problems no way exactly yeah so it's just kind of being yeah it's, it was very interesting so now i'm an accidental counselor so that's great yeah um, that's really good i think everyone should get this course oh 100 at school it's the person yeah definitely <laughs> it's like it should come hand in hand with um cpr because this is yeah this person is the person that comes before the authorities like a, a mm-hmm. paramedic or something you know what i mean yeah or a psychologist or a, a medical practitioner mm-hmm. i i come before that because i am certified to i think um, it like for me it would have person. been so incredibly helpful to just have someone like in my close environment that i felt mm. comfortable talking to yeah um because like for me like i was at some point i was just I had so many different fears that and then that added like I had so many fears and also I had a really hard time moving because my whole connective tissue was I had an inflammation so I barely could move but then I was also very scared so like there was no way that I was ever going to see a doctor because first like I was just scared and I couldn't move so yeah (laughs) so if i had known like someone who like who i kind of thought would have been willing maybe because i also didn't think that i was so important that i could like ask someone but like if you already really awful if you already like know that so let's say that i knew that you like were you did this course because you are willing to help you know yeah of course so if I would have had someone in my environment like who had done this, I think it would have been so incredibly helpful. Like, yeah, can't even imagine. All, yeah, definitely. I def I agree with you a hundred percent because it's just about making that person feel comfortable and letting mm-hmm. them know that that even though how they feel may not be in their control, their decisions mm-hmm. can be mm-hmm. because in at the in at in the end, it's their life. Um, Mm -hmm. and obviously like when they express suicide like suicidal thoughts or um, intentions obviously there is a it's that's way more grave and there needs to be um yeah that that is your area of expertise but yeah but you don't want to make that person feel that you're going to tell on them because that's awful I I would not want someone to do that to me like I would be absolutely terrified like it's kind of like making sure that they don't feel like they're going to be locked away in a hospital straight mm-hmm. away if they express that they're yeah um that they feel unsafe with themselves it's just mm-hmm. about making sure you stay with them and i think that what you said by not um like trying to fix their problems because a lot of time like what i experienced is like people they will just say but yeah but just look at it from this perspective or just do this yeah. and then it will be good and just be happy you know, yeah why don't you just oh my depression is cured thank you yeah (laughs) right (laughs) it's yeah it's definitely not the case (laughs) like when you like when we put it like this it's so funny 
but still <laughs> well like, yeah you see like that's how I, that's how a lot of people deal with things that are this serious that's, like, how, to... that's what people do they're like oh but you don't have to be sad because and then they give a reason why you shouldn't be sad and i'm like you know i couldn't oh. have thought of that myself you wow, are you're a so clever. genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah and a, i mean a lot of the time i actually have that response to people because i just have to deal with it with you know kind of that sarcasm and comedy because mm-hmm. i don't know that's just a lot i mean everyone deals with things differently but that's how i deal with it and i know a lot of other people do too but yeah it's yeah i, I know for example like i had a friend who expressed um like hardship and i mm-hmm. i tried too hard to kind of counsel and um mm-hmm. i tried too hard to try give her all these solutions oh yeah yeah, which because i'm i I have all these i I just want to mother her you know what i mean yeah um and i tried a bit too hard and it ended up like she had to say like i don't i don't want you i just want you to be there as a friend to kind of in a way not to distract her but also Mm -hmm. to show her that like yeah i think like uh, that it's so important that like if someone like expresses hardship then you're there and you're yeah I think just saying, oh my god, that is so tough. I feel so sorry that you're going through this. And it is so normal. And your feelings are so legit. Like, don't let anyone think otherwise. And it's, you're so strong for telling me this. And I just let them talk. Just be there. Like, you don't have to. Like, no one in that state, I think, is looking for a direct solution. They just no, because they don't know. Because they're like, so support. confused. Yeah. 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 They just I'm want definitely a little, the same. Like, like no longer, just letting them them know that they are not alone. I think that yeah. that is just the best that you can do. Yeah. Like for me, personally, from a personal perspective. Yeah, I agree with that personal perspective. You just want someone to kind of be there, ready mm-hmm. for when you need like. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just need, like, for me, if I'm ever in hardship, I just need Mm -hmm. that person to be there to listen and just go, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. We'll do it. We'll get it done. You know? Yeah. You know, not, not kind of like be in my face, like, well, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. It's kind of like, or be offended. Or be offended. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or be offended by my actions or like if I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, don't be offended by that. Don't take that personally because that's, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it's also, like that's never something that I th- that I felt like from other people because yeah I, I don't know just not me but yeah I did notice that a lot of people they do feel personally offended yeah like, they do by if you don't want to share all your secrets for example or you don't want to say everything or right now you or just prefer silence or, yeah. over a conversation or you just prefer spending time alone or whatever they're like, oh, but don't you like me? Like, am I yeah. not good enough? Like, I think it's some form of them having insecurities and kind of projecting Definitely. them onto you. It is you. insecurity. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that because we have personally dealt with hardships ourselves, we mm-hmm. have a, a deeper, like, well, we're more aware of our hardships, that we have a deeper understanding, mm-hmm. that we won't take things personally. Like, I have yeah. friends all around me who deal with hardships and they'll go, oh, I'm so sorry, like, please don't take it personally that I didn't answer your text message. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's okay. No, it's I'm fine. Not, yeah. I don't take it personally. Like, no. like it's totally okay. Like, mm-hmm. we live in this world where, like, I don't know, because we have so much contact through our phones and everyone knows what everyone's doing every second of the day, that everything is monitored Mm -hmm. and, like, a slight difference in kind of, like, the normal relationship is kind of like, oh, my God, you hate me now. That's what people think. People, honestly, like, they told me later, they were like, oh, you know what I thought? I thought that you didn't think that I was cool enough anymore to hang out with. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? oh that's awful yeah yeah but i do like feel also bad for those people like feeling that because that's also not a fun feeling i mean that's also really tough because if we're like my better friends you know they told me that they felt like that or that i kind of made them feel obviously they made themselves feel like that but you know Mm. I triggered it. I think it's important to have a whole episode on how to deal with someone who is going through some kind of hardship. Yeah, definitely. I think I... Just for the environment, for people to know, like, what to do and what not to do. Yeah, I totally... I mean, we can definitely sort that out. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I... I... A lot of people can describe me as, um, a bit blunt sometimes and I don't I know that I can be and a lot of things because I don't take things so personally mm-hmm. I can come off like really like not cold I mean people have called me cold-hearted all the time and that mm-hmm. hurts my feelings but I definitely know that um I can be blunt so when people are like why were you so numb about that or like why were you so mm-hmm. cold about that and it's like oh because I I I'll answer yes and that's it like I don't need to ask mm-hmm. questions or I don't need to like you know, it's a, for me. You, know, it's kind of- you mean like by people, if people tell you something, quote unquote, bad, then you'll yeah. be like, yes. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, yeah, and then I'll process it later. To- yeah, and people will be like, yeah. why? Like, they're just confused why I'm or something. Exactly. It's just mm-hmm. well, I just I need time to digest, obviously, and yeah. then I'll come to you with my concerns or questions, mm-hmm. and then I hope you'll be there to answer them. And mm-hmm. then, like, it's just all about communication, but also understanding and also going back to the whole communication thing. Everyone wants answers straight away because yeah. we can just get them from our phones. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really important to take time to die. I mean, you and I, we do this when we con- when we communicate. Yeah. Like, you'll send me a bunch of, bunch of messages and I'll see them on my phone, but I'll go, okay, I can't process them just yet. Yeah, so I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till I have a window of time where I mm-hmm. can actually read and process everything yeah. so i don't miss stuff i mean i still miss stuff all the time but you know what i mean yeah. and i can like, give you a valued answer which i think yeah. is a really really important way of mm-hmm. communication yeah but for me because i also do it i yeah i do it too so when people you ignore do, me yeah. for a day or two like i know that they're not ignoring like or they missed it or they're still thinking about it yeah uh, or they're just too busy or whatever 
So I don't. It's like, like when it gets to a week, then I'm like, okay, I'll just remind them. I won't be like, yeah. why are you ignoring me? I'll be like, oh hey, yeah. just oh, checking you, you saw you this message. It? Yeah. Or like, are you like, is everything all right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But then if it's like gets longer than that, and I'm like, well, hold up, mm-hmm. hello. Yeah. Yeah, but that that never happens with friends. Yeah, rarely. For me, this theme is mostly about. I used to be really focused on kind of what what you mentioned but i think that i've spent so much time learning right now that like it's time to go and really internalize and more shift to focus inwards than outwards because like if you're consuming a lot of knowledge then the focus is so much like on the knowledge and like making connections between situations and everything um but i think for me this theme is much more about kind of um digesting it all digesting it and really like feeling it like in myself and also like i i'm really interested in identity at the moment (laughs) yeah Um, because we identify so much with the stuff that we have achieved or who we are where we are born like what we what we eat how often we work out i mean Mm -hmm. you can identify with everything uh Mm. and i just noticed some like at one point i just started to realize that like people say i like so much like i or mine or i'm like oh so you, you identify with with everything like with your schedule with with your belongings with i don't know and then i just got really interested in like who are we really like if we are not what we achieved because you are like being super rich or broke doesn't make you any less of a person person yeah yeah (laughs) so So, you're really going into the existential yeah i think this topic yeah yeah i would i think for me it would be more like about i think spiritual that i think that's what spiritual means to me like yeah one whole human being as I mentioned earlier, like there is no, like for me, there is not really a kind of distinction between like mental health. It's not like mental health is just in our brain because sometimes we, I think, I used to always feel like mental health is just, it's just located like on the top of my head and that is where it stays and that is mental health. And that are my thoughts, uh, but that's just not the way it works. Like obviously your brain is in your head but (laughs) mental health i think for me is just so much more uh yeah then that's but that's not what mental health is so then would be spiritual health Um, well you take more of a holistic approach to everything yeah everything's a whole yeah so basically that is what i describe yeah Yeah. (laughs) so holistic is just yeah just a holistic way to view myself and others and I don't know. Also, I noticed, like for me, that I I read it in a book and they called it a disor. Okay, so the English word I think is distort distorted, like yeah, distorted. you you have a yeah distorted relationship with the present moment. So yeah, you're constantly thinking about the past or planning for the future or thinking about a conversation that you had or listening to a song that is not playing but it's playing in your mind (laughs) um and i just 
I, I do that all the time. Yeah, like, I it's think really we all do. People say be, it all the time, like live in the moment, but it's yeah. so difficult. Yeah, but because my I brain doesn't people stop. Say, like, yeah, <laughs> I hate when people say like live in the moment. Like, you don't live in the moment. Like, show me how to. Like, <laughs> please, please yeah. teach me. I would like to. I, I don't know. That's also something that I'm really interested in. Well, I think that really, like, I definitely would say that you are more like curious about the spiritual health side of this yeah. thing because that also goes into the question about what is spiritual health because mm-hmm. for you spiritual health is like existential we as human beings our existence here our worth our I, no like, i think spiritual ho- like health holistic. is just health for you as a person yeah for you as a and human then, being that is just yeah. everything that has to do with you uh like you don't yeah, everything that has to do with you is, for me, it's spiritual. Yeah, and to others, like, spiritual health is solely based on their religion. Yeah. So it's really interesting be, on how yeah. to, like, how to kind of unpack the question, mm-hmm. what what does spiritual health mean to you? Yeah. Um, and that's why, that's why I kind of shy away from, like, I'm not as, like, I have more curiousness towards the mental health part of it because mm-hmm. I have so many questions about the spiritual health because yeah. I'm not... I have a lot of learning to do and I, you know, I mean, I'm only young, so I yeah. don't know much. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but like, like we're only, what was it, two years apart? Like one and a half. <laughs> but yeah. I must say that literally like when I had your age, I was just interested in the same topics. I had the same yeah. questions, like spiritual health for me, it, it didn't mean anything. Like I had no picture of it. Uh, but I think I read definitely more than 80 books on it and I've seen so many people and I've spoken to so many people about like mental and physical health um so that kind of I kind of like rolled into like seeing the connection between the two and then I kind of rolled into seeing the connection between maybe the environment and then not the pollution in the air but just like the environment that you are in and and your health and then kind of spiritual health just just appeared to me as something that I do picture and when I have a picture then I can ask questions and like be more then I can like learn then I know like yeah. what I'm talking about you know but when it's all yeah. super vague like I had like if I would have hear myself talk like one and a half year ago I definitely would have like not really understood what I was saying (laughs) and (laughs) like like really I would be like oh that girl she's just crazy like Elise (laughs) she's fun but Avi I don't know I don't know about her (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that's funny no but I would say the same about myself a year ago because I I was talking to Avi a couple weeks ago but I was saying Mm -hmm. that it's officially like a year since I moved to Amsterdam mm-hmm. um, and I only I only met you at the very start of this year but I moved to Amsterdam a year a bit over a year ago mm-hmm. and I saw photos of myself like right before I left and I was like oh my gosh she's a different who woman. is that <laughs> who is that because mm-hmm. I mean I always I it was kind of like a bit of a self-awakening for me mm-hmm. to kind of to move away from my family it, I did it on a massive whim it was like 
an overnight decision. It's just mm-hmm. an idea that I had in a dream and then I made it happen. Yeah. I had no plans. That's coming. what I do all the time. <laughs> yeah. I had I had no plans. I didn't know what I I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place to stay. I literally mm-hmm. had no plans and I just moved and mm-hmm. it just kind of forced That's me to like kind of you. get out there. <laughs> oh, stop. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, and and like I think I've I I kind of just opened the door that I've always wanted to open, but because mm-hmm. I've grown up in like this kind of bubble of a of of a society here in mm-hmm. the northern beaches of Sydney, it's such a bubble, and mm-hmm. I mean I just don't really resonate. I don't really when I look at myself here, I don't see myself growing old here because I don't mm-hmm. really resonate with the with the people who I like. Don't get me wrong, I love this place. It's mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. We're so I'm so lucky to live here. The people here, like I have a great circle of friends. I have a great community, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I feel super disconnected because yeah. I have different interests or I have a different perspective of stuff mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. that's just my personality or maybe it's I don't know I don't know what I think it's just I think that that to me is like you as a spiritual being kind of like when you don't like feel connected yeah uh, that to me like is basically spiritual yeah. and then my search for this theme would be like to feel connected like how yeah, to definitely. really feel connected with yourself, with the place you are at, with with your environment. Yeah. That would be a nice way to phrase See, my goal. I, yeah, I would, <laughs> really, I would love to learn through this theme to kind of learn how to feel connected to the place mm-hmm. that I am living because I'm kind of forced to live here now, especially because of COVID. Yeah. So I want to live somewhere. If I'm going to live here, I want to love it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely would describe that my feelings for the past I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say 16 years. Or mm-hmm. I've always felt like a lost person. Like I'm missing, and I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Very, very disconnected from a lot of the things that were happening happening around me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of to deal with that, I would go looking, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I moved away from Australia was because I'm mm-hmm. looking. I want to find my people. I want to find where mm-hmm. I where I belong. Yeah. And. It's kind of it's double sided because obviously that's a great idea and I still want to do that, but also at the same time I would love to kind of make myself or learn how to feel, how to feel like I belong here. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, and definitely. Sense? I don't know. Def- no, it makes so much sense to me. <laughs> like really. <laughs> yeah, and um, I guess that kind of I guess I guess that kind of would be how I see spiritual health in a way. I don't yeah, know. For I have me a too. lot of questions about a sp- about yeah. spiritual health. Yeah. A lot of learning to do. I have a lot of cur- like I'm very curious because I I do believe that there is something out there and I do believe that we will never know because how will we? We're- no, I also believe that we will just never know. Uh, but it's not about I think spiritual health is not about knowing. It's not about like a like, big man in the sky. It's, it's about Yeah. Yeah, but it's also not about knowing. Like Western medicine, yeah. for example, it's about knowing. Like it's about yeah. learning, knowing, applying, fixing. But yeah. I think spiritual health is more just about feeling and exploring. Yeah, and experiencing and self development. Yeah, basically yeah. that. Definitely um, trying to be your your best self. Yeah, and yeah. really feel and experience. I think that to me, like what you said about belonging to a not not belonging to a place for me i moved a lot 
um, I think before moving out, I was 18 when I moved mm-hmm. out, um, or even younger. I don't like I don't know, maybe 17. Um, so before I've moved out, I think I have moved 15 times with my parents, and not like in the wow. same area, but just like abroad and like yeah. <laughs> I moved a lot. Um, that's tough though like that um, has a toll yeah but i like i couldn't say that i didn't like it but like my point for this was more like at some places you just kind of you just feel at home and like it can be like with a building but it's more like with the kind of the vibe of of a city or of a village or of a country of a community of a community yeah so um i think like and the the last place that i lived with my parents before i moved out i felt so misunderstood and so lost and so yeah like so not like i i always i also didn't want to like be in the present moment because mm. there was there was not fun <laughs> that was just not fun uh yeah. so uh i was yeah really get i think that i get what you're saying with just not like feeling good where you are the crazy thing about that is like it's that's normal like a lot like so many kids go through that but when we do go through that we feel very alone Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like why are we so disconnected yeah but it's also going through this we're going through similar things you know Mm -hmm. and it's also but it's double because belonging i do believe that belonging and feeling whole is something that you can find in yourself but then I also know, like from experience, that the place you are at at the at a particular moment in time is so important to mm. kind of help you feel like you belong. Everyone is going to, through the same, but then we all feel alone. I think yeah. that is basically the the sentence that describes our modern world. <laughs> we yeah. just we feel disconnected wow i'm a poet all of a sudden yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) if someone has listened it all the way to here (laughs) yes congratulations basically if someone has a story to share uh or has a professional that they like that has helped them or that they know from instagram then please do recommend because we do our best searching for everyone and giving voice to every story but we can be everywhere at the same time so and if you have a story yourself yeah feel free like we know how tough it is but still we would love to hear your story and and share it if you feel comfortable you can also be you don't have to add your name or anything or share a picture yeah go visit um the website we've got um all the ways you can share the forms of content you can share with us also if you are interested just message us on instagram um yeah we'll always we'll always answer i always see everyone's messages we appreciate that you follow us and even if mm-hmm. you do send us a message to tell us this and that we appreciate it so much and if you want to share something with us we would love that we are just we're honored to be the messengers of your information and if it's going to benefit others and benefit yourself um and spread awareness then yeah we just love that and that's the whole that's what feminine is about that would be a good one to end a podcast with so Hell thank yeah. everyone 
for listening and we would speak to you soon right yes thank you everyone bye talk to you soon